Get clicked, covered, and ringed on. All week long on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Stand by for the Daily Searchcast. Brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, MS and search ask and other search engines join us now for this edition of searchcast here's your hosts good morning and welcome to today's edition of daily searchcast today is wednesday uh january 24th and my name is barry schwartz i'm from rusty brick and with me today is Detlef johnson from position tech Detlef, how you doing hey barry i'm doing great how's it going can't complain just found this new cool social networking site called jenny or Ginny, and it's not right. working anywhere yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Go ahead. No, I mean, it's just not loading up right now. It's like a LinkedIn type of approach for families. You can build your family tree and then build your social networking community for your family around that. It's pretty cool. I think she's checking it out. It's at G-E-N-I.com. I have no yep. relation to it, to it, but whatever. It's just a side note. So what do you have on the search front for us? You, you posted in the uh, chat room that uh, <coughs> the site's getting pre- hit pretty hard, huh? <laughs> Is it slowing yeah. down? Yeah, it's just not yeah. working anymore, so I don't know. Well, hopefully uh, by the time people hit it, it'll be up and running. So, yeah, news. I want to um, sort of uh, approach the news that happened both yesterday and today with Yahoo to start off. Uh, yesterday there was a post, you had a post up there about um, mixed reviews regarding Yahoo's new Panama system. Yeah. And also, uh, they announced their fourth quarter financial results. Now, the Wall Street is definitely going to be looking at Panama and what Yahoo's thinking in terms of the ad platform, uh, in order to judge whether they should, uh, whether the stock will go up or down, whether they'll invest or not. And uh, essentially, the uh, Yahoo stock uh, in after hours trading initially fell a little bit, um, but once uh, Yahoo's Terry Semmel announced that uh, they're also going to do a new ranking model starting February 5th, and that's in conjunction with Panama. And the new ranking model has to do with uh, adding click-through uh, to the algorithm. Uh, so if you have increased clicks, 
on an ad, it could outperform ads that are willing to spend more, much like Google's model, uh, as well as the uh, page quality score issues. So those uh, that announcement then, with the initial dip in the stock price, it went back up. So I think overall the news was pretty good uh, for Yahoo. I guess their fourth quarter financial results were... Um, showed a decrease in profits, but an increase in overall revenues, so that, you know, Wall Street initially didn't think that was such good news, and then with the Panama announcements and uh, the new ranking uh, score, everything went back up. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I just saw something over at one of the, like, stock blogs about the the announcement, and what he said was, if, if this is the case that, you know, the stock went up because... Uh, you know, Wall Street's excited about Yahoo's next, you know, next this 2007 year. Why would they have such low expectations in those estimates in the, the upcoming year? They're basically, they're like the estimates for, you know, for this coming year, 2007, are much lower than what he would expect for Wall Street to be excited about, and thus, thus the stock going up. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about Wall Street, though. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, um, they definitely speculate whether the Panama is going to make a uh, give Yahoo a good push in trying to get advertisers on board uh, in a similar way to, say, Google. I mean, I think Yahoo has you know approximately one quarter of the revenue that uh, through that platform that Google would have. So it's got a little ways to catch up, but it's definitely the second highest uh, revenue generator. So I think that's where it is, and Wall Street's definitely looking at Panama, hoping that it might be a break for Yahoo if those uh, investors that have a positive outlook would uh, buy the stock. So another Yahoo fix. You noticed um, the uh, lowercase title that may have been coming from a link. Yahoo fixed that in their search engine. Um, Tim Meyer commented on a post, uh, the original post at Search Engine Roundtable, your Search Engine Roundtable, uh, showing the screenshot of a search on Search Bliss that seemed to pull, instead of the title from the page, but pulled the anchor text in as the title. And that's now been fixed. That was very weird. I mean, a lot, it was happening all over the board, and it was pretty crazy. So uh, he never explained what was happening exactly. He just said it has been fixed. He didn't say what has been fixed. But it's right. been fixed. So. You've got a couple screenshots showing the difference. Uh, on Search Engine Roundtable and a link from the uh, Search Engine Land blog. Go check it out. Uh, A couple other design changes, uh, this time coming from Google. Uh, You've got the Google Groups beta design comes out, changes colors, allows you to customize the look and feel a little bit, Um, and there's some uh, file sharing features and stuff that's been added. So Google Groups has had a facelift. Yeah. Do you take a look at it? What do you think about it? I loaded it up, and um, to me, it's a little more pleasing than what was before. Uh, I didn't really play around with any of the new features or anything. I do have uh, Google Groups uh, coming into my you know personalized page stuff, so I really uh, I, I do look at the postings, but I'm not a heavy user of the Groups interface itself. Yeah. I'm personally, uh, I, I tend to uh, just lurk the, those forums. I don't really post much there. I find it easier to just, you know, navigate through the site and find things. It's easier on your eyes, colors and stuff. But outside of feature set, I really don't know. Thank you. Right. 
And Google's been doing some other facelifting, I guess, with their images. So now you have uh, uh, Google Images have has uh, got a bunch of new changes. There's different colors again. Um, the removal of the image URL source and file size information that was originally there. And uh, you have to mouse over now, and it'll do sort of like an Ajaxy style uh bringing up a little window to reveal that information rather than have it in, you know, like the frame at the top of the page. Right. Yeah, and uh, some people are pretty upset about it. Some people like it. I mean, just because they want to have the credits listed directly on the Google results and not have you to mouse over it to see where that image came from and the properties Mm -hmm. of that image. Yep. And in keeping with Google and some of their design changes, there's another thing they're testing out. I'm talking now about the checkout button in your sponsored links. For those merchants that are using Google Checkout, uh, then uh, from from if you know with your ads out on the web in the content network, there may actually be a new button uh, to alert users that they can. You know, use go through the Google checkout system to make that purchase, and that's more direct than uh, the little shopping cart uh, image that they had previously. Actually, you know, the shopping cart that they had previously wasn't an image. You know, we you know, looked at the source, and they they actually create that shopping cart with a little table and background colors. That's still the case. Uh, not with the new image. The new image actually, I think, is an image. But yeah, if you if you view source on that little shopping cart icon they've had all this time, the little green thing. Um, take a look at the source code. It's actually done with tables. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice yeah, and fast. You know, you don't have to do- download another image. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. Cool. So, um, also, in the news, we have... Well, uh, if you the... step back, I'm sorry. If you step back, I mean, you saw the comparison between the... Uh, the Google Checkout um, previous icon next to the AdWords and the big button now they have there in color. Right. Um, I mean, this is go- I personally think this is going to cause a lot more uproar that there is about you know Google Checkout merchants having an unfair advantage in AdWords. I mean, what are your what's your take on that? Oh yeah, I did read your comment on that, and um, in thinking about uh, the basic distribution that something like you know PayPal has, right? It's like a pretty even platform, but um, Google doing this, uh, to my mind, in terms of you know Google trying to get distribution up, um, you know it, it's fair for them to do. But certainly, if there are there, you know, maybe some merchants that get a little upset because they might not uh, have Google mer- uh, Google Checkout and they might have PayPal or you know some other competing thing. So, yeah, I definitely see some advertisers getting a little upset about it. But it's sort of like you know. That's the. It is what it is, you know. It's it's, uh, it's really Google's choice to do. If do you think that more people will, more merchants will sign up for Google Checkout and become merchants because of the button and things like that? I can tell you, I have one client that actually went ahead and proceeded to do that because he does a lot of AdWords um, bidding and he wanted to see. That obviously, there's obviously a discount when you actually go ahead and check out. There's no merchant fees for the whole year 2007, but he actually wanted to get more eyes and more clicks on his ads, and I think it's been working well for him. So, um, yeah, I think people are, I think merchants and AdWords advertisers and are going to, whoever is advertising on AdWords is actually going to go try to sign up, and 
if it's easy enough, they'll actually integrate it. It's fairly easy to integrate, um, but if you're a small mom-and-pop shop, you don't have programmers on hand to do it, it could be hard and costly. So therein lies the rub, you know. Here's the thing is um, Google's been uh, with the checkout. Uh, it's quite obvious. These promotions are just trying to get more and more merchants to sign up with their program. Initially, do you remember they gave you like um, – uh, I guess it was a certain amount for free, and now you're saying that through 2007, I think I read that too, that um, merchants can sign up and it you know won't cost them anything for the transactions. So it's like they're you know they're pushing, and they I'm sure would like to be uh, you know one of those options for merchants to take, and if they can make it really simple for people to sign up, similar for simpler for the mom and pop, that is Google's method. So maybe in the future that's what it'll it'll be easy for anybody to sign up. It makes sense to me. It'd be one of those things. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, yeah. I mean, it's definitely. But for those people who can't, then obviously they're going to feel that Google has done something. You know, Google. They're going to think Google's been unfair and maybe evil. But I think this is great. <laughs> I mean, you should take advantage of it now. If you're, if your space, my client space, had nobody um, using Google Checkout, so it was an obvious, you know, advantage for him to go ahead and sign up Google Checkout just to build, you know, just to build that brand awareness. And I think it's been working out well for him. So. If you don't have anybody in your space that's using Google Checkout, you should go ahead and try it, see how it works. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, in terms of them having gone public now, they uh, have other uh, things they must take care of, not just in uh, trying not to do evil. they got to do what they can to earn revenue for, you know, the survival of their company. It's just the way it is. And so when they went public, this was this is a result of uh, some of those things that everybody was sort of uh, pontificating about, you know. But they also have issues to deal with, contend, contend with, including the Norwegian Data Inspectorate, who's investigating privacy issues with Google. That's another story. And that has to do with them and their concern in uh, Norway. The uh, senior engineer, Atle Ernest, uh, has a quote here where he's like, why do this, Why does the search engine store the IP addresses of searchers for so long, and what are they using them for? So he has you know, pretty deep questions about the information that search engines store. Uh, and in particular, they pointed at you know, Google. One of, one of many search engines they're going to look at, but Google specifically was the focus right. of the article. So we have uh, now going. We're now going to take a short commercial break. If they have that on reel, and uh, we'll be sh- we'll be back with more news. The Daily Search Cast. We'll be back after this short break. Stay tuned. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. 
can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Hi, and uh, welcome back to the Search Cast. Today again is Wednesday, January 24th, and with me is Detlev Johnson. Um, Detlev, thanks, and let's, I guess, continue the show. All right. Hey, Barry. Uh, you know, we get to, uh, we have a pretty free license over here in the States to do news, uh, he, hey, even on the web. Well, one of the news stories has to do with Baidu, uh, the search engine, the most popular search engine in China, uh, apparently has earned a license by the state's uh, council uh, in China to produce their own news content as opposed to just showing snippets of content from third-party sources. So congratulations, Baidu. And uh, that's one area of uh, news that uh, may be a little more censored than Western countries. Um, yeah, in terms of Baidu, that's interesting that they're actually going to produce their own content and act less as a search engine, I guess, more as a um, you know provider of content itself. Uh, to produce the content, it's a big change. Uh, I don't know if think of it with Google would actually do something like that, but I'm not really I'm not too aware of you know Baidu's you know goals and overall, but very interesting. It's supposed to be very hard to get a license that Baidu got, so uh, that is a big uh, step that they took and should be good for them in the future. Oh, yeah. And if you're into news and you want to get SEO news, uh, I wanted to comment about your post on the Google custom search engine that you have, and you set it up to search some 14 forum sources so that uh, users who are looking for... Um, uh, SEO stuff and search-related news can hit your new search engine. It's using the Google Custom Search Engine and uh, got some comments about it. It's looking pretty yeah. good. You, you thought it was very relevant. Well, it works pretty well. So um, I set it up to only search specific search forums. And, like, if, for example, you could do a search on, like, this minus 30 penalty or you could do a search on any topic that might, you know, be discussed heavily in a, in a search forum and up comes you know, threads from, like, Digital Point and Webmaster World and, you know, all the different forms out there, Search and Watch. And you can actually, you know, it's really useful. It really finds great information. Um, all my tests so far have been very, very good. And I'll constantly, you know, tweak and add, tweet, add more uh, forms and move forms based on, you know, user feedback. But right now, I mean, it's been working pretty well, and I'm impressed by it. Awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, one news that I... I uh, wanted to cover yesterday, but it just wasn't enough time. And I really think this is cool, so I want to spend a little time on it. This is the final story. Um, there was a posting yesterday on tellme.com to launch a new mobile local search product. And reading into this, I think this is pretty damn cool. Um, tellme is a company that has uh, 
a voice-enabled directory assistance uh, service, and they've handled some, I think late last year, they broke 100 million queries handled so far via voice, and their network uh, uh, has been so far uh, partnered with AT&T. So if you were to, say, dial 411 on an AT&T phone, you may actually end up in their voice-activated or voice-enabled search product for directory assistance. Very cool. So you can look up, you know, someone's name or a company name, and uh, and and it works. Now, what they've done, which I think is way killer, is they've developed a little application in Java. So, um, and the big thing here is that you know there are way more cell phones or mobile phones out in the marketplace than there are computers. Not only that, they tend to be pretty handy. Uh, no pun there. But uh, you might have it in your shirt pocket. It's on. It's at the ready. You just flip it open and start. And so, uh, and, and a great number of these devices have the Java virtual machine, which is when, when you know, they're Java-enabled, uh, particularly, you know, the newer models. And so, you know, for example, if you downloaded Google Maps and you have Google Maps on your phone or PDA or whatever, then you know you have a Java-enabled phone because that's how Google Maps uh, is authored. Their application is, is a Java-based program. So Telme has done the same thing, and using voice XML technology, uh, the application on your, on your device gives you uh, voice-activated mobile local search. Now, I think this is pretty cool because search to date on a device, on a, on, you know, like a mobile phone, particularly if you don't have a keyboard, is kind of tough. You've got to kind of you, know, you got to use the number pad and, you know, maybe hit a number more than once to bring up the right character. Uh, you know, and so mobile search has been, you know, a little funky. Like, to date, you can, uh, I mean, if you have a PDA-type phone, you can always browse, open a browser and hit, you know, mobile.google, mobile.yahoo, or m.ask. But if you wanted to uh, use maybe a text message, uh, Google has that application where you can text their number. I think it's uh, G-O-O-G-L, which is 4664, uh, whatever the number for L is. And you can text to that number a query, and they'll give you a result. And that's kind of cool. It makes it a little easier if you've got a number pad. There's nothing simpler, though, than just being able to launch an application and just talk into it and say, pizza in New York, or the name of a company. You know, like uh, there was a pizza place that uh, I, I used to go to with Heather up in Bellingham, Washington. So Stanello's in Bellingham, Washington. If I can just bark that query into the phone and get a result that includes a phone number that would allow me to call right then, right there, uh, I think that's way useful. Because if you're thinking about ordering a pizza or whatever it is you're doing, I mean, Starbucks is one thing you know that you could bark in and you'd probably get a good result for. Um and pizza, of course, whatever. And then you're sitting around the dining room table thinking about ordering a pizza. Uh, you know, it takes a considerable amount of effort to crack open your machine, launch uh, Windows, uh, launch a browser, and go surf a local engine and bring up a result. When if you could just, A, then in the first place, you could just text, say, Google, the 4664 number, or um, this, if you had this application on your on your device, make it much simpler. So I actually think this is, you know, kind of way out front for mobile and local search using, you know, voice-enabled directory assistance I think is pretty killer.
Yeah, I actually just posted um, a URL in the chat room to Google Voice Search. It's like a lab product that mm -hmm. has a demo, but the demo is currently unavailable. And you can actually pick up a phone and call you know, this phone number, 650-623-6706. Kind of do the same thing. Obviously, it's not working right now because the demo is unavailable, but um, curious. I don't know. I forgot when Google actually launched that product, but do you remember anything about it? Yeah, I think it was in the last year. Um, okay. And so, you know, it, you know, everything's in beta, including TellMe.com. And whenever Google does come out with this, if they have some kind of a competing service, it would be a beta uh, application. But the idea that you don't have to thumb your way through the number pad or even bother with the tiny keyboard that's on a small PDA and just sort of bark your query into the cell phone and get a result that you can call directly right there, click to call, man, that's great. And I think that ultimately very useful because, again, there's way more cell phones or mobile phones on the market than are out there than there are uh, computers. And it takes considerable effort to crack open your computer and do it. And, hey, if you're in a cab in New York and you want to call the restaurant to make a reservation and you're on your way or, you know, whatever, then, and you know the name, and you can, you know, say it right into the phone and have a click-to-call application, I think that's pretty killer because you're not going to be able to do that with your computer. But your handheld, you can. Yeah, hopefully this will catch on. I just looked it up to see when Google started. It was May 2002, I think. 2002. Well, that might be when they started. I know for a long time they've been trying to do audio analysis, but, uh, you know. That At least that's when the Google groups for voice search opened up. Interesting. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so this should be interesting, and uh, give it a try, give it a try, see how it works. Yeah, and Tell Me has uh, already handled 100 million queries in uh, their directory assistance through AT&T. Uh, and to date, you know, to begin, um, if you're on the AT&T, otherwise known as Singular uh, or Sprint networks, then you should be able to, you know, get a get your hands on a beta right now and check it out. No, oh, cool. pretty cool. So that's what I've got. So that's it. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Detlev. I appreciate it. That wraps up Wednesday, January twenty fourth edition of the Searchcast, the Daily Searchcast. Thank you very much, and everybody, tune in tomorrow, same time, eleven thirty Eastern, for tomorrow's Searchcast. Everyone, have a great day. Thanks, Barry. Thank the you. Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Then stay tuned into WebmasterRadio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Hi, this is Susan Bratton, your host for Dishy Mix. Join me Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, and I'll show you why business is entertaining. WebmasterRadio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.